Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. Coming to you live from a cleaner, more sustainable, safer world. One that isn't currently celebrating its own demise with hedonistic cynicism. Breathe a great, big, deep, clean sigh of relief here on Interdimensional RSS, the unofficial Rick and Morty podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Travis. Hello, everybody. And I am Brandon. And thank you so much for joining us on this special Earth Day edition of Interdimensional RSS, the Rick and Morty podcast. Uh, Travis. Is, is, is that the holiday we celebrated yesterday? Is that <laughs> is that why everybody was shooting uh, explosives into the air is to celebrate Earth Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What uh, For for 4th of July, it's it's Earth Day. And what they do is they they shoot rockets into the air, and what that does is it actually cleans up the smog, uh, especially oh, especially if okay. you're in like a, a major metropolis like Los Angeles, New York, uh, Beijing, Moscow, yeah. Denver. Denver. Uh, anyway, <laughs> like uh, yeah, it's Earth Day uh, where we celebrate the Earth's birthday. So happy birthday, Earth, and glad we could celebrate with hot dogs and a new episode of Rick and Morty. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Uh, And uh, Rick and Morty, you know, the the podcast that you're listening to, there's a few things you can do. You can hit us up. We're over on Twitter at Rick and Morty Pod. We're also Facebook.com slash Rick and Morty Podcast. Instagram, you can check out some of our uh, pictures from time to time. Rick and Morty Podcast. Email, of course, you can send us one of those classic, classic correspondence. Rick and Morty Podcast at gmail.com. Over on the web, Reddit. RickandMorty.reddit.com is our subreddit, in which we do. Uh, I do occasionally now cross post things from the official Rick and Morty subreddit over over there. Which, speaking of, uh, oh, sorry, I went backwards. Uh, I said the Rick and Morty Reddit first. Rick and Morty. Right. 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 It's 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 the more it's a more uh, visited one. one. Yes. It's yeah. <laughs> it has it has a few more thousand than than we do uh, on ours. Rick and Morty podcast at Reddit.com. Our website, rickandmortypod.com. If you are up for it, we also have a new domain name, rickandmortypodcast.com, which I haven't... Ooh, hit that redirect. Which I, which I haven't built the redirect yet, so if Ooh, you go there... don't go to that website. Don't go to it, but it will be there. It's it's really it's really easy from now on. We are streaming live over on twitch.tv slash apatheticenthusiasm, and if you are up to it in a couple days... You can uh, check us over out on youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm where you can get this video and more. Uh, we can go way back, way into the the annals of our YouTube history and you can see like unboxing go way vids. back into our annals. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. You, yeah. Could, you could see see Comic Con videos uh-huh. from from Hawaii. Yeah. Just all the, if you, if you want to, if you want to interviews with creators of invincible before they knew they were going to have a TV show, that's right. We got them. 
That's we right. got him. Ryan Otley. We we I talked to Ryan Otley. He wasn't super impressed by me, but that's okay because Grizzly Shark or uh, uh yeah, Grizzly Shark was a great comic. So absolutely. absolutely. Uh anyway, uh last last thing, Travis. I stole all of this from you, and I, I appreciate you letting me take the time to get through these these housekeeping bits. You can support the show in a few different ways. T public apatheticenthusiasm.com slash shop takes you to our tea public site where there are, there's shirts and mugs from us, but also Rick and Morty, which that's officially licensed over there. Uh, some Schraub stuff is in our shop, uh, which is important uh, when it comes to this episode. And then finally, if you like the show and you uh, want to support us financially, patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, you will eventually be able to get some commentary from Travis and I for episodes of Rick and Morty once I edit them and once I release them on the on the Patreon. They are coming. They're just not there yet. Okay. It's been a busy week. It's been a busy week. So <laughs> uh yeah. Anyway, uh thank you, Brandon. Thank you for covering all of those social links so wonderfully. Appreciate it. And how are you feeling? Long weekend, a a a big episode. You are you feeling are you feeling ready? Are you feeling feeling psyched for for breaking it all down for oh for, man for unity this 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 ep, this episode is yeah, excited is not excited is not the word I, I would use for it uh and i shouldn't have watched the episode directly before recording because i think i think it <laughs> i think it kind of put me in a weird it put me in a weird headspace to to come into this episode so you know this is this is the fun part we should do we should do the fun part first uh yeah. well it's all let's, fun. let's do the fun part it's all fun but <laughs> The most fun in this episode has got to be semi-pertinent news. Nailed it. <laughs> my, my wife, Nailed my it. wife and kid are downstairs. Like, <laughs> look, he, God, your your father. We we could have still stayed with our with our my grandparents, and but instead, I'm listening to dad yell upstairs. They're, they're they're having that heart to heart conversation. Like, listen, your dad has chosen to do certain things with his life, and listen, you can be anything you want to be. You don't have to be like him. It's okay. <laughs> let's uh, let's I, get your get your overnight bag packed. We're leaving. <laughs> Uh, all right, folks, uh, we have a very special semi-pertinent news for you this week. Uh, we had the pleasure of uh, touching base with uh, Jacob Hanchar, the uh, president and CEO of Digital Dream Labs. Uh, if you are an avid listener of the podcast, even when Rick and Morty isn't on the air, then you know that we got to have a conversation with him in a previous episode last fall. Uh, this was just after the announcement that they would be developing the Butter Robot, a a, a an interactive. Uh, I don't, I don't want to call it a toy because it's like. I mean, it's like a legit robot that yeah. that'll do a lot more than you would think of from a normal collectible. It's not. It's not. It's not just a fancy paper holder, paperweight. Right. It is. It is. A, it is actually going to be really, really cool with uh, machine learning, uh, movable parts. It, it's. It's going to. It's going to be great. So, uh, Jacob uh, came on. Uh, I saw. I saw him on CNN randomly. And I reached out to him. I was like, "Hey, I saw you on CNN, looking good." And he's like, "Hey, oh, hey, thanks, thanks. Hey, we should, we should, we should talk. We should hang out." And uh, that that's that's the genesis of this 
short, short interview for semi-prudent news this this week. And so without further ado, Travis, roll us in to Jacob Hanshar, the CEO of Digital Dream Labs. So, so Jacob, how have you been since since we last got to talk to you? Stressed out, but outside <laughs> of that, no, we're, we're we're doing well. And obviously, I think fans of this podcast specifically would be interested in knowing, like, how are things progressing with the Butter Robot? Or, I mean, uh, I know a lot of people were excited with the announcement last year. Uh, is there any sort of update that they could uh, kind of get excited about? Well, obviously, we're late. Uh, so, and that's that's my fault. Okay, I let the engineering team go overboard because we got in a rhythm and it, this thing is so over-engineered. It is, it's, <laughs> the cost of goods on it skyrocketed, but we're like, whatever, you know what? We're, we, we love this project, we're, we're, we're doing it and it doesn't matter. Um, but the, the, the funny thing is that because everyone inside the company is such a fan of the show, this thing, it has more. Okay, so you're familiar with Cosmic Vector. We talked about that last time. And so Cosmo Vector, we're, we're slightly behind schedule there, but you know we, we, we're, we're okay. There's light at the end of the tunnel there. But a robot, we're further behind schedule. Um, but with with uh, with with Cosmo Vector, you have molded parts. You have like maybe 40 total molded parts. Okay. The butter robot, just by comparison, has 80. <laughs> it's 80 now. <laughs> and it's just so intricate and it's so over-designed. It's going to be beautiful. So what I what I was mentioning uh before we jumped on here is that we, I'm going, I, I, I gotta show you guys like everything that goes into the process. And I'll have to do a, a shot of our factory and then also the office where we're kind of like we're doing the setups where the person comes in and then yeah, the assembly line, you do this, you put this together, this together, this together. So we have what's called the, the DVT, so the development uh, test unit, essentially. That's, we have four of those being assembled right now. And okay. we're gonna we're gonna be running those, and assuming that they run fine, we're gonna be giving those out, and everyone can play with it to their heart's content. So we're gonna do that, and then that's when we actually open tooling, because we haven't we and we've just opened tooling now. So just to give you an idea where we are in the process, I purchased all the chips, all the printed circuit boards. We purchased that months ago. So, because the shortages, we, we saw it coming. That's where we were really concerned because we saw the chip shortages. So I bought what's called a reel. And on a reel, the chips, we have 10,000 chips. So we have more than enough to cover the, the pre-orders and, and all, awesome. that, all that good stuff. So all the components are in hand. Everything is just, we just have to wait till the tooling's finished and then assemble the thing. So that's where it is on the hardware manufacturing side, the actual assembly. On the software side, we are way ahead of schedule, way ahead of schedule. Because at this point, what we thought we'd have it out by now, we'd be sending uh, direct updates. You know, we'd be oh, doing yeah, over yeah. the OTAs, over the air updates, right? Um, you're, people are gonna love, we have this thing called garbage brain. And I don't wanna ruin it for people, but it is probably the coolest thing we've ever invented. It is so cool. So we're, we're calling it GB2000, you know, like everything or 2.0. And essentially it's it's a random, It's a, we call it a fuzzy generator, which means that you, you're gonna to talk to it and he's gonna generate his own dialogue, 
but it's going to pull from movie references and it's going to just be a blend of things that's going to really mess with you um you know like uh it's, it's like it's like talking to me in any given yeah. <laughs> interaction yeah. all, all of brandon's responses are usually pulled from movie references anyway so it's gonna be it's gonna be like it's gonna be like movie references ad libs on steroids and then you're gonna go what did he just say to me you know it's, and it's gonna like he's gonna wax philosophical because we have the the library we've downloaded is just unbelievable uh that's going to be onboarded there and there's going to be a little bit of machine learning too that's that's in that and this is this a lot of this stuff um uh justin really really wanted these really cutting edge kind of very like a lot more advanced like ai and the edge kind of stuff which we weren't originally contemplating so this has come into this and it's going to be a lot of fun it's going to be a lot of fun for the customer so it's going to do a lot more than just grab your butter at this point it's it's like 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 in the in the promo video it's like you know it's gonna it's gonna murder your family while you sleep it i don't want to say it's gonna go that far but no promises no but, promises you know, but <laughs> so, are, are asimov's rules baked in somewhere i mean I've, yeah and there's all this compliance too we have to be careful <laughs> what what it can and cannot say like there are libraries and copyright issues and all these things that we've had to navigate and approvals etc but no, on the software side, I am extremely excited. And on the hardware side, you know, we're 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 getting it done. But over engineered, it's it's two times more than what it probably should have been engineering wise. But we want it to be perfect. So that's really good to hear that you guys were able to kind of get ahead of, you know, the the chip shortages and things that I know are are affecting a lot of other companies right now. So uh the fact that, you know you're able to kind of put some minds at ease to that, that, that stuff is, is sort of already been navigated. And, and now it's just a, a matter of, you know, sort of assembling all these pieces and getting, getting, uh, getting that functionality all, all wedged together. It's, it's really awesome. Yeah. And let me tell you the, the level of detail. Okay. And, and so when I'm talking about tooling, I'm not just talking about uh, making a part and then we put a plastic, you know, shoot plastic in it and then, you know, it comes out and then we assemble it. Every, part of the robot has a different finish because Justin wanted one part to be shiny and another part to be matted. And so, I mean, that that's the level of detail that's going into this is so that you're, it, we went from like Motorola flip phone to basically Tony Stark hologram, <laughs> uh, on this tech. Um, yeah, it's, it, it's something else. So, you know, when I, when I'm just talking like, Oh, okay. You're machining stuff. Like, <laughs> no, yeah, no, this, no, is, no. this isn't running some 3d printer in the back. Yeah. Like this is, <laughs> this is like, this is, yeah. and, so. the, and the fact that, that Justin is so sort of engaged in the process and and collaborating with you guys i i know just just from like our experience of, of following the show and and some of justin's work like his his way of obsessing over some gadgets and you know like gaming seven or, like i i fully expect that he's he he's gonna help to sort of make sure that you guys are 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 doing something that just kind of blows us out of the water once it actually uh, gets yeah. delivered yeah, and that's that's the key thing. Like that's what I tell the team. If Justin's happy, I'm happy. You know, and so we're making we're making steady progress with him. He really likes what we've we've done so far. I don't want to you know take words out of his mouth or speak for him, but so far it's been very positive. Love dealing with uh, with this team. 
uh, fantastic. And, and of course, the creativity, uh, oh, yeah. as we all know, the creativity that it stems in the show is, is going straight into this product. So it's a lot of fun. But yeah, so what I did, though, I, I put a line in the sand to the engineering team, like, uh, we have to get this product out. Okay, guys, so let's just... It's, I know, I know it's fun. I know it's great, but at a certain <laughs> point, we have to wrap it up. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, if if folks are uh, maybe they they missed out on the opportunity to pre-order in advance, but they they're still interested in uh, you, know, so, you know the progress of the butter robot. Is there what's what's a good way for folks to stay engaged and and sort of keep up with what's happening? Uh, yeah. So- with, yeah, so if you have an order, so everyone who's ordered, we have an email and we're we're sending email updates and things like that. We have a butter robot Twitter page right now where we're kind of like doing small updates here and there and talking about it. And of course our company blog and things like that, we regularly update. Um uh, we have a wait list, so you can go to our website. So yeah, we're we're treating all the pre-orders like gold. You guys are you know are 100% focused there, and then the wait list. As soon as we the last person from the pre-order receives their robot, then we'll open it up to the rest of the wait list. But the people who are on wait list can also receive updates and and what's going on as well. Yeah, and I think you can sign up for that wait list at uh, thebutterrobot.com if I'm not yeah, mistaken. It, yeah, exactly. Yep, that's right. You can just go click and then sign up and. and we do have a pretty extensive wait list, but again, you know, the people who got in early, you know, and they're being rewarded for their patience. Those, those elite pre-orders. They are, <laughs> no, but that's, that's, that's how I've always, that's because yeah. we've done Kickstarters, right? And you always right. treat those people like they're, they're, you know, royalty because they, they, they took the risk and they, they, they deserve the best. So. Well, uh, Jacob, we can't thank you enough for for coming back. Is there is there anything else that that you want to make sure fans know about uh, before before we let you go? Oh, just no. Thank you for your support. Uh, appreciate everything, and and thanks guys for having me on the show. It's, it's always fun to talk to you guys. So yeah. Oh, okay. So 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 there you go. There's there's our our Butterbot update with uh, the CEO of Digital Dream Labs. Thank you, Jacob, for for coming back. And, uh, and and helping us all uh, get a get a status of of what's going on with that old butterbot, that old the ye old butterbot. Uh, we're, we're we're looking forward to it, and uh, I know you are too. Uh, just keep keep an eye out up for updates on the on the butter robot, and and you'll get them if you keep an eye out for them. But only if you keep an eye out for them. Don't sign up for the mailing list. Just keep an eye out. Uh, unless, unless, unless you want to sign up for the main list. Anyway, uh, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Reddit. Uh, let's go into the Reddit post of the week. We've got we've got a lot of episode to cover uh, over oh, yeah. over the main thing type thing. So uh, the Reddit post of the week this week is by Black Cork Zero. It had uh, I believe it had over twenty eight thousand. Maybe twenty twenty eight point six thousand. There you go. As of this recording. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, the title is always consistent. Period. Nice little detail. And what it is, it is it is two different screenshots of uh, the most recent, well, not the most recent episode, Mortiplicity at the end of Mortiplicity, and also uh, going back with the with the time uh, folks from the season two premiere. Uh, and it is it is the 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 time testicle. I forget what his name is uh, saying. If you get to the dolphin people, you've gone too far. Uh, and then, of course, the dynasty, the the dolphin people at the very end, at the post credit stinger with with Wood Jerry, 
Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, shout out, shout out to Black Cork Zero for making the Reddit post of the week, getting all them, them sweet, sweet upvotes, them internet, mm. them internet the dollars. <laughs> Those, those tasty internet points. That's right. The, the delicious. <laughs> but uh, moving away from Reddit, getting into real social media, Travis, it is time for the Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Uh, Dan Harmon Social Media Minute. Uh, that, that was good. That was good. I, uh, like, yeah, I like yeah, that. I, I'm, I'm not a base. There you were, know, that's that's the other podcast on this. There network. was some syncopation in there, and it, it it was it was going good. It was going good. I like I like how you're evolving uh, since we started. Thank you. Started. Thank you. Started. I'm I'm actually trying uh, every once in a while. So <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, this this week Dan Harmon Social Media Minute, uh, actually a regram, if you will. Uh, this is is Dan sharing on his Instagram. Uh, in freaking credible, what? What's the Arthur C. Clarke quote? Sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable indistinguishable from magic? Question mark. I feel that way about art. I don't understand how people can draw anything other than Garfield, but this is literally magic to me. Disturbing magic, too. You want to watch this guy tell a kid to put seeds in his butt? Your move, HBO Max. Um, what this is is a regram from... Uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce this username. J Rahimer. J Ra. It's J R A H M I E R. Go go spell it out in your Instagram. Uh or 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 follow uh follow Dan. Um but this is a really awesome uh 3D sculpture of a very lifelike, realistic looking Rick head. Uh several several different shots of it with uh different angles. Uh but very cool. It it, it would it would be like a, a realistic uh, sculpture of, of Rick's head and uh, just just fantastic piece of artwork that, that Dan shared on his Instagram at Dan Harmon. You can go follow him over there and get every single one of Dan's posts, not just the one we talk about each week. <laughs> not not just that one. I do. I do want to I do want to uh, throw in my own little Dan Harmon social media minute bit here real quick. Uh, there was there was a post out there where he was admiring uh, a somebody's wood shop in, in Europe or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that wasn't that wasn't the the post itself that I, I wanted to, to comment on. Uh, he responded to somebody saying like, ah, if, if I had time, like I don't know if I could ever do this. And and he had a, he just had a very very thoughtful response to uh, that thread and was just saying like, you know, we we all have time. We all we we all feel certain ways about and not you know thinking we have enough time. Uh, blah 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 blah. You know, all that's important is that when you find the time that you do it or you don't do it, that's that's fine too. Uh, just proud to be to sharing the proud to be sharing this earth with you, uh, which was, was kind of the, uh, the notion behind it. So I just thought that was a very sincere post and I, uh, shout out to, to Dan Harmon. He never gets enough shout outs on this. Yeah. This, this podcast. Yeah. He needs, he needs more attention, yeah. uh, levied upon yeah. him. He, he's, he quit his podcast a while ago. And so <laughs> he's, he's pretty, pretty much out of the limelight these days. He, he anyway, always, he, he could always come on this one. Uh, yeah. but, uh, that would also probably be like the last episode we ever did because we'd be like, okay, well that was that was our achievement. All right, we've we've reached the end. Um, <laughs> but who knows? Maybe maybe in the off season we'll 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 fill up some episodes with some some 
interviews at Dan Harmon, uh, maybe not. Um, but anyway, that's it for semi-pertinent news. If you have a news story that is Rick and Morty related, shoot that over to us, Rick and Morty podcast at gmail.com or any of those other social media methods. And we may feature it in a future episode. Thank you to everybody that helps make this segment possible. It is now time for us to move on to a, a very special, potentially very emotional main thing. It's a main thing. Main thing. Main thing. Uh, what, what, what the, the, uh, time honored listeners of the audio version of this podcast will not, uh, get to experience is how much your webcam was shaking as you were doing that and jamming out, uh, and thus shaking your entire setup in order to bring that phenomenal theme music to life. My, my knee uh, is, my knee is like propped up against the, the desk. And so when I was like, <laughs> I was, it was like, uh, I was, I was tapping my foot. I was tapping my yeah. feet, just like... Uh, Keep, just, keeping the beat. Just like Creedence Clearwater Revival. <laughs> Down on the corner, part on the street. All right, anyways, whatever. Uh, it is It is the main thing. Today we're talking about Season 5, Episode 3, A Rick Convenient Mort. It aired on 4th of July, America's Birthday, 2021. Written by the great Rob Schraub, a longtime Dan Harmon friend. Perhaps best friend. I don't want to speak for them. Directed by Juan Meza Leon, who uh, has directed other episodes in the past. Guest stars Allison Brie, community shout out. Steve Buscemi, Buscemi. Oh, God. I sh- I, everybody messes come up his on. name. Come on. I'm sorry. Come on, Brandon. Messing up names is my thing. Okay. You you mess it up later. Steve uh, and- Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll just we'll just stick with that. And we we apologize to everyone who's going to come back to us and say you you said his name wrong, you assholes. Um, and finally, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who you might know is Stifler's mom from the hit series American Pie. I I know her more so from the Christopher Guest movies, such as oh, a, Mi- yes. a Mighty Wind, a Best in Show, uh, uh, for your consideration. Just all all the all classics, great, the classics. The Waiting for yes, Guffman. Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, waiting for Guffman. So so yeah. good. Anyway. Uh all right. So so we have we have the the typical bronopsis uh for this episode. Reduce, reuse, bruh. Might be too late. That's that's a that's a one bruh synopsis, by the way. Oh my god. Only only one bro. Count it. Uh, count it. <laughs> count it the count count the one bruh. <laughs> Put it on the board. Uh, there's a board just off screen. You guys can't <laughs> see it. Uh anyway, uh our synopsis, love the planet, even if love sucks sometimes. Uh, and, and love definitely a huge theme in this episode. And we will, we will talk all about it, uh, as, as, as we get and, into this discussion, as, as we do, uh, one, one thing from the, the Twitch feed, old, old Philip Marks mentioning Bush Emmy, Bush Emmy. Buscemi. Yeah. Buscemi. Thank you. All right. Thank you. And that's, and that is why you need to follow us on Twitter or twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. So you can correct us live and on the spot, uh, probably delayed about 20 seconds. Corrections, redactions, all that available (laughs) live on the spot over on Twitch. Um, so yeah, so obviously this episode, uh, a Rick convenient Mort, uh, that title referencing, uh, the inconvenient truth, most likely, I would I would yeah, think yeah. the uh, the Al Gore documentary from from 2006 
talking all about the environment, environmental issues, things like that. Obviously, infused into the core premise of this episode as well. When we when we saw the uh, we saw the trailers, right? We we saw the the first two trailers, and then we saw the the uh, the, the the episode titles come out, right? Like, and a Rick convenient Mort was to me that was like clearly going to be this this episode with with uh, with uh, with Planetina Planetina and the, and the yeah. Tina Tears. Um, so you, Travis, you you talked already about love being a theme. So I compared to last week, we're we're only comparing it this to la- this to last week for for now, just to say last week was we we talked about it in depth. It was very very dense, but it was dense with not not necessarily thematic uh, uh, thematic deepities. <laughs> I can think of any words. Deepities. Deepities. Uh- Intense themes, right? Yeah. Like they, there, there weren't, or there weren't these, these, these high concept ideas. It was more of how could all of these scenarios play out? What are all the things you could do potentially with a, a, a decoy family? And lots how, of jokes. How might, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, la, a lot la, of throwaway la, stuff, right? Last last week's episode was basically us like covering the jokes uh, because there were there were so many jokes. There were so many sight gags, uh, actual gags. Which were which were fantastic. Going into this episode and watching it last night, uh, you know, I, I shout out to the, the 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 subreddit. I I put out all the the post episode posts, and as I'm watching, I usually like try to write down stuff to to pop it in there and and populate the what we should have a discussion on. And this one was a little bit harder because I'm it usually a Rick and Morty episode is like. Oh, ha, whoo, oh, high concept and, and stuff like that. And then we could like, I can have lots of exclamation points, but at the end of this episode, I was, oh, I, I should take all the exclamation points out of, out of, out of my post because it's, it's not, this is not an episode that you, you come out of and you're like, I'm thrilled to be a, a, a part of the human race, right? I'm not thrilled to be in a relationship, you know? Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so it's uh, a deeper episode, I think, that we're we're going to talk into. And the first thing we talk about is is love. So, Travis, why don't you why don't you lead the way on uh, the first thing that you extracted from the episode? Well, I th- I think love is a common through line through the A plot, the B plot, even sort of random like subplots in this. Obviously, you have. In in the main storyline, what I would call the Planetina relationship. This is this is Morty's relationship with a if if you are a child of the eighties or nineties, you know Captain Planet. He's a hero, gonna bring pollution down to zero. Um I don't I think you did like the whole theme last week uh on stream, so we're gonna we're not gonna I, not gonna I, do I, the whole thing. But I did, uh, I did. anyway, um Yes, very early due to some acid rain brought on by the Diesel Weasel, voiced by uh, writing credit uh, Rob Schraub. Uh, Planetina shows up. She wipes out Diesel Weasel, and Morty swoons. He says, wow, in triplicate, and then goes and meets Planetina. They go out for cruelty-free donuts, and this sparks a relationship between the two of them that really very quickly shows um sort of young love and a a a genuine relationship where where Morty is finding love and and really being in like 
a legit relationship and we're not we're not talking about him swooning over Jessica or any one-off sort of flings that he's had on you know in anatomy parks or anything else this is this is where feelings are involved right he he he's he's texting late at night he's he's doing a lot of of things to really challenge what others think because of his commitment to this relationship yeah 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 I, I, we we watched you know and and going and going going at this we we also watch the inside the episode that, that adult swim puts out with the, the creators usually harman uh usually a writer or maybe one of the directors and uh a a, a big thing that uh Schraub ended up talking about uh was them wanting to create an episode about about kind of this this teenage heartbreak and uh but that that harman early on got him to not make it about Morty getting broken up with, but ha- Morty having to break up with somebody, uh, which is in in many ways uh, it 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 seems like it's a it's it's a harder thing to to have to struggle with, uh, because that I mean that's why that's why people ghost right, because it, yeah, they 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 want to uh I have friends I have some best friends who who find that uh and, and I, I'm guilty of this as well like it's easier for me to want somebody to break up with me that way I don't feel the vic like the victim I like I feel like the victim uh and it's right. and it's it's them doing the hard part it is the hard part to break up with somebody and uh so it, it, there's there's more pain I think associated with with that um yeah and I I think that it I think it's bold for Rick and Morty to address these sort of themes the way that they did uh you you get other aspects of love with rick and summer's relationship and their their three planet apocalypse bender that they go on uh really in almost a reaction to deny love the fact that that morty is starting this new relationship after summer gets dumped rick just wants to go out and party and so they decide they're just gonna go and and no rules no commitments just go to three apocalyptic planets uh, with no strings attached, and it and it's a very it's 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 almost like that denial of love, that idea that we're we're gonna we're gonna escape it. It's it's love is terrible. We we don't need it, and even through that process, uh, you know, somebody whips out some some elbow boobs, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> Rick is in love. Uh, on his uh, with with this this Daphne character that, that he meets, uh, <laughs> smitten absolutely. So I love love sort of becomes a theme throughout all of it and the different reactions to love. Um, there's there's a lot of relationships happening between. Obviously, we talk about Morty and Planetina. We talk about Summer and Rick's like grandfather granddaughter relationship and how they actually are much more alike than I think a lot of fans give them credit for, or maybe a lot of fans are starting to realize this now that, that almost the, the Rick and summer adventures are sometimes more fun to watch uh, than, than some of the Rick and Morty adventures. And, and I don't know, there's, there's a special relationship there that continues to be invested in uh, as, as the show continues. Uh, But then we also have like parental love, right? We have, we have how Beth and Jerry react to Morty's relationship and Jerry's kind of not really present. (laughs) He's more focused on board games and Beth is very much sort of protective and doesn't, doesn't want to allow Morty 
to enter into this relationship or pursue this relationship. And I think she's much more protective and uh, sort of denying him uh, opportunities to find love, but also potentially uh, find heartbreak as well. So lot, lots of lots of things happening in, in, a, in a funny show about high fi- high concept <laughs> sci-fi rigmarole and all those things. Well, I, I, I want to, I, I think, th- I think that's a good enough time to ask the question. And this isn't, this isn't in order in our show notes, but uh, you know, I want to ask the, based off that the, the very, very deep kind of, this is, this is the most probably relationship episode that we've had before, uh, since maybe unity. Um, yeah. uh, but in, in, in some ways the, there's a more you know, for for boys, the, which we are, it's more relatable for us for a, a, to understand a, a teenage infatuation, uh, what we consider love, and and going going through puberty and being awkward and and just all, all the fucking stupid little hormones that are running through our, our body, right? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, I forget what I was gonna say. So 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 there there is there is that 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 aspect of it, I think, but. Uh, Oh, I don't remember where I was going. Oh, no, I was talking about hormones. So were you were you t- were you were you leading where into sort of Beth's Beth's uh, reaction and how she behaved? Oh uh, no, in, no, in that. No, they, thank you, thank you for getting me back on track. No, what I was what I was gonna say was, uh, okay, we it's a show. This episode feels so much different than previous episodes of Rick and Morty because there is a lot less laughter, but there's also uh as as my wife chelsea mentioned there's like a lot more there was a lot more like boy like teenage boy humor in it like with the elbow titties uh sure. <laughs> like licking each other's elbows uh, rick and rick and summer uh, just talking about eating all that ass uh on the on the televised version it's it's uh, blurred out you said it's not blurred out on the uncensored version yeah i i that is not blurred out and i'm i'm really curious like who at standards and practices or like what what that determining factor is <laughs> that that the conversation can be kept in the episode but the actual pantomiming by these these animated characters cannot be it's it's really so, interesting yeah. so real 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 quick aside uh the the elbow titties did, were those blurred out on <clears throat> those were blurred out okay so right. so even yeah, uncensored very... you can't you can't look at them elbow titties <laughs> can't get those elbow titties yeah <laughs> Um, so, so what, I, what I'm going to ask, because the episode is so different, uh, one of the complaints I've seen on online and the Reddit and, uh, in, in some reviews I've read was that the, the episode wasn't very funny and yeah. you, you can, you can have, you can have drama. Sure. But the show is still, you can have drama and still have, it has still have comedy. Uh, so what do you, what do you make of that kind of complaint? Like, what is, what is your thought on it? I, I think those people that maybe thought the show or the episode was not funny probably have not watched it as many times as we have in preparation for this episode. Um, I, we, we do a, we do a, a segment on this, this podcast, our favorite bits. Right. And I started capturing some of those and realized there were so many jokes that I really enjoyed in this episode that I kind of had to tailor it down because I felt like the favorite bit segment would maybe get to be too long. I think there was a lot of genuine comedy and really funny moments in this episode, but they were not necessarily as 
overpowering as the emotional through line of the episode. And really that did take a front seat and it, and it was a risk that the showrunners took. I, I think it was a worthwhile risk because I think this episode does have a lot of heart and I think it's, I think that's okay for Rick and Morty to have some heart and have some genuine character building, which they continue to do throughout the last four and a half seasons. And and I think they're going to continue to do that. And I think the show will continue to be funny and it'll continue to be entertaining while also exploring some of these deeper themes. You think about episodes that we reference as some of our favorites and uh, Tales from the Citadel did not end with a great stinger joke. It was the reveal of president Morty being evil Morty and this whole fallout of his, his grand plan that kind of had everybody surprised and in shock, not laughing. We weren't laughing about it, but it was one of those like aha moments where we, we really thought it was cool. Not because it was funny because, because they, it's, it was well-written. Yeah. I don't know. I, uh, the one, one two, two, two thoughts that I have one, all the, all the, most of the jokes that happened in this episode, even let's, let's go down at the, the favorite bits, a majority of our favorite bits, those jokes were in the, the beginning of the episode, like the first, first half of the episode. Yeah. And then, and yeah. then, and then the episode is then starts focusing on, uh, like the, the, the relationships bit, the Morty and his mom, and uh morty and planetina um honestly honestly this the stuff with rick and summer and daphne when it when it shifted back over to them that that stuff on a and i'll talk i'll talk more about it that stuff on its face wasn't as interesting to me and and i i didn't i didn't care about that as much because I agree with my wife. It it seemed like just like a yeah. Let's let's get some uh, piss jokes, uh, piss on me jokes, and having sex with my dad jokes. Um, and then going back to the 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 Morty and Planetina and that that relationship kind of you know get, getting to its conclusion um, was was more interesting to me. And it felt again, it felt like a different show at, at this this point in time, which I don't, which I didn't have a problem with. I was like. Good, yeah. Do change, change things up a little bit. Like this is the first time. Here's here's what I'll say. This is the first time I asked this in in the 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 Reddit discussion. Like this is the first time we've felt for Morty in such a way. Uh, we've we've been like, oh, poor Morty. Like at the end of Bad of Acid episode when when Jerry presses the button and it's 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 like a little gag. We feel bad for Morty. It's like, ah, oh, that sucks. Jerry fucked it up, right? But we're not like we're not like crying for Morty. We don't we don't yeah. feel any it's 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 a butt of a joke uh for for that to happen. This was the first time that Royland as Morty really had a, an emotional reaction to to something. Uh, oh yeah, and and I think they sold it really well. Um, both in in what was written, but also the animation teams, the way they they captured Morty's emotions and the way he he struggled with the entire uh, process of ending the relationship. Uh, so yeah, and, and none of that, none of that had anything to do with Rick's meddling, right? Rick was off off world doing his his whatever he's doing with some some, right? So he. 
he is experiencing something that is that is relatable for pretty much all of us, right? We most people have had to either break up with someone or be the one that was broken up with. It it is a it is a common emotion for for most of humanity. So I, I think in that way it's it's also a lot more relatable. I have never had someone try to trick me with a vat of acid. So <laughs> I can I can appreciate the joke more so and and separate it more from from feelings of <laughs> of frustration. So yeah. Uh you, uh, you want to talk I want to talk about Morty for a second. Uh we were we we wrote Morty in his kind of emotional state. Uh <laughs> Which, which, by the way, like, it's a it's a great callback to a joke earlier in the episode when he gets pissed off at Beth when she won't give him the credit card so he can get a train ticket to go to the the forest fire, uh, to, so he can meet Planetina and he slams the door over and over again, right? He does that and then mirror that with later when he slams the door and then the animators hold hold the shot on the door longer than they should because they're they're expecting you to have the slam 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 joke again and it doesn't happen that time yeah and and they have that reaction shot with beth sort of looking at the door with that same level of expectation realizing that her son just said i hate you i'm never going to forgive you for this and storming out yeah and sort of that fracture in that relationship um when it's possible, and yes, Beth has not been a glowing example of a mother traditionally throughout this series. I think she had Morty's best interests at heart. She was trying to protect her 14-year-old son from getting too involved too quickly. But it's also a 14-year-old boy, and, and you know, teenage boys, teenagers, period, tend to fallen and out of love really quickly sometimes and that's 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 part of part of growing up right so i i don't know i think that entire i i think it's all handled really well i think it makes for a very interesting episode we've definitely talked a lot about this aspect of it um but i think it also shines a light on morty's development as a character which is something that we've talked to a lot throughout this podcast and we continue to see elements of Morty being able to hold his own, to to fight off other people uh, without Rick's help, and to sort of advocate for himself more than a version of Morty that we might have seen, you know, in season one. Um, how did you feel about that aspect of of Morty's character in this episode? <laughs> well, you, you go you go to the premiere of Rick and Morty. Where he gets mega seeds shoved up his butt, and then he gets incredibly smart, and he's just like, "Oh, they, they." His parents from the start thought he was stupid, and 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 now now look where he is. He's killing he's killing the Tina Tears single handedly, single handedly, uh, yeah. literally with one with one hand, one ring, uh, and you know he even even with even the the season premiere when he goes into uh, the Narnia land and he, he he goes in there he takes everybody out just to get the 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 thing of wine uh but he kind of you know he forgets the technology and then it comes back and bites him he's he's already showing that he is more more competent in the, in there and uh you know when 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 you are when anybody is coming into their own and 
they they don't feel like they're getting that recognition, then yeah, certainly there's there's some resentment that that builds up. And that resentment, you know, Beth lets him go on adventures. And I've seen this uh, on Reddit. Like, Beth lets him go on adventures and kill so many people with his grandfather over and over and over again. Uh, and in this situation is the first time that she's like, oh, let me let me be a good mother again. Let me yeah. let me let me yeah. let me watch out for him. Let me let me take care of him. Uh, I mean, what do you what do you think about that? Uh, yeah, I I think there is. I I saw it in the in the Reddit post as well. People questioning why Morty would break up with Planetina over the lives of three hundred you know oil workers when he's literally been responsible for genocide on on a planetary scale. Uh, and and I think that in the aspect of this show or this episode, it was. Morty wrestling with his understanding or his his idea of Planetina and that being in direct contrast with what he was seeing. And so the pla- the version of Planetina that he was in love with was not the Planetina that he saw in that moment, you know, murdering all those peoples for the sake of the environment. So I, I think that ends up being the driving force of when him deciding to end that relationship. Um, it, it doesn't make him any better or worse than Planetina. It's just his reasoning for why, you know, his idea of that relationship couldn't, couldn't carry forward anymore. If that makes sense. It, 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 it does. It, uh, it does make sense. And uh, he, you know, he, he want, wanting her to stop and her being just so in Joe, just so into just killing all those, those people as just a, a, a fire demon uh you know like it, it his his view of her changed in that moment literally uh the great great shot by the animators with uh with with his eyes and the reflection of the carnage in his in his eyes uh, yeah. just a, a spectacular shot in in my mind um and it it was it was the his diff a changing view of of her and and uh, the relationship they could have together. Absolutely. Um, uh, so uh, yeah. uh, mo- moving on, let's let's go let's go a little yeah. bit lighter. Let's, let's go a little lighter. Any, anyway, there's like we said, there's a lot there's a lot in this episode. Uh, I I want to I want to again reinforce credit to the director Juan Mizzaleon. Uh All of these shots, you know, we talk about shots in in animation, but somebody's storyboarding this somebody's somebody's you know directing this out and they really did a great job of visually telling the story as well so so kudos to them but uh they also they also delivered on some great zingers some great jokes uh and we have we have a handful of favorite bits from this episode so yeah so let's let's get it started brandon what were some of your your favorite <laughs> favorite jokes that stood out in this episode well 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 of course you can't you can't go without talking about a little bit a little bit of them elbow titties. Hello, <laughs> they've shaped presidencies. <laughs> they've written poems about them. National anthems have been written about these or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> those, those those were great. Again, Jennifer Coolidge, uh, Stifler's mom. Um, okay. the, the the blurred out ass eating. We we talked about that already. Uh, the the one gag that I really really liked was not only the Rick and Morty pussy pounders 
Uh, <laughs> which which I I haven't seen the actual merch out anywhere available yet, but I'm I'm sure it's <laughs> it's got to be coming to a, a store somewhere soon. Uh, neither of us are wearing Rick and Morty shirts right now. I don't think. Uh, this is Adult Swim Fest. Okay, okay. So, it's not yeah. it's not a Rick and Morty merch shirt. Uh, but we but there were you know we all feel a little called out that they're like we love merch. I mean, yeah. we do, we do. Um, but what I what I really like is that after he gives a shirt to her, his great his favorite grandchild, it all it is is Morty's face, and there's like a sharpie giving him a ponytail and boobs, and it has Morty crossed out, and it says uh, "Summer" on it. Oh, it's, it's "Summer" yeah. written over Morty. I thought that yeah. I thought that was a cool little little gag. I, I I was gonna add that to the list as well, and saw you already had it. I I think that is a terrific visual effect that you might not catch right away uh the the board game that they play uh don't punch my lunch don't this punch is my lunch <laughs> this this is uh this is probably maybe going to be the new board game for 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 the season i don't know maybe maybe they'll st- I, maybe they'll just go to the well of of rob schraub's ideas and maybe we'll get more than just downbeat in in future episodes but i thought the the mechanics of don't punch my lunch was interesting and the fact that jerry was way too into the game and <laughs> and not into the conversation that was actually happening at the table is a, is a, is another great layer to uh to the concept that's right uh what what while they're at the table two two things one i just i love if you listen i cuz i watched i've watched the episode four or five times now maybe maybe five or six He's a glutton for punishment, ladies and gentlemen. I was, I was, I was by myself uh, last night, so I was like, I watched it over and over again. Um, the uh, if you watch, if you watch that scene while Morty, Planetina, and Beth are kind of having that conversation, Jerry is in the back, still counting his double sixes to get twelve. Yep. Yep. <laughs> which, which I think is just a solid little bit of sound mixing to be like, he's just so out of it. He's not paying attention whatsoever. Um. But, uh, uh, there, so there, there's that, uh, there's something else about that. Don't punch my lunch. (laughs) I I like the little retractable, like boxing glove element that he has to squeeze to, to punch the belly. Like, I don't know. That's cool too. It's Beth when she says 17 is like 26 in in girl or boy years or whatever it is. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, and I was like, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that's true. That's, that's true. Um, other, other things, uh, I thought that the, the door handle unlocking gag at the very beginning, um, as the acid rain is pouring down <laughs> where, where Morty's trying to unlock the, op- get into the, the spaceship, uh, just just a great callback because I to my life all the time trying to unlock my vehicle for my kids. And I'm like, just don't don't open. The, no, put, let go of the handle. OK, just, just all right. OK. Uh, and also Morty's vocal mix up uh, when he first meets Planetina, where <laughs> she says, like, thanks for recycling. And he says, your problem. Uh, because he meant to say you're welcome and no problem and he mixed it up so yeah that's right uh speaking of the the beginning stuff uh, all of the all of the planetina and diesel weasels (laughs) puns see you next slime yeah yeah (laughs) all all of her all of her like one-liners um just very every little bit helps (laughs) very relatable to classic like 90s uh superhero animation writing or yeah. whatever, you know right 
Yeah. Let, let's get let's get to the other sad one out of the way. The Morty Flower bouquet changes over the relationship. Uh, we don't have to. I, I, it's it's not funny, but I think it's I think it was. <laughs> it, I, <laughs> I think it's cool yeah. that they were able to sort of show that progression of the relationship visually through through those that bouquet okay yeah that that, that, remi- that reminds me before i forget a uh, shout out uh to ryan elder and mark malman for uh, they they co-wrote the song flowers which was during all the the, the texting pieces between uh, morty and planetina and that like weird that weird like crayon animation type thing going yeah, on yeah it really swells in that that crayon animation transition um that that song now available on Spotify. If you search Rick and Morty yes. on Spotify, you can get that and all of the original songs from the series. So go check it out. You can yeah. listen in its entirety. And and also uh, music by Kishibashi, uh, the uh, I Am the Antichrist song is also out there. Uh, that is the other that is the other song that is featured on this episode that also swells a lot. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's the the end card sort of, or not end card, but um, into the end credits. Uh, song right yeah and uh, and the last thing i will say is there's there's a bit where they when they're talking about the the forest fire uh it it shows the newscaster and it says the mesa leone forest obviously that forest is named after the director juan mesa leone oh that's what very very well thought out i i'll I'll rapid fire these ones the 50 dollars funkos at the convention i love that um murder pie on morty's delivery hat when he when he comes to bring a a cheesy uh crispy italian Italian. crispy italian (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. his 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 pizza company is called murder pie um and then the person who they're there to make a deal with who shouts out i am an individual character i represent no group Uh, i thought i thought that was a great line as well (laughs) yeah it it, it was it was a great it it was a great line um that, so I want I want to I want to go out to the Reddit real quick. Uh, some some things that uh, I noticed from the Reddit. Uh, Pearl Squared mentioned that the ending actually caught them off guard with its straightforward emotion, no jokes. Just huh. Also, Morty's rant to Beth actually made me feel really bad. And Rick Rick and Summer's sincerity to each other was genuinely really nice to see. Jesus, this felt like a change from any Rick and Morty episode I've ever seen before. Uh, that is that is the 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 top voted uh comment within the the reddit so i just wanted to shout out to, to pearl squared for that and then uh you you mentioned i am an individual character i represent no group uh bagged underscore 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 milk i don't know if this post was removed uh, i might i might see it because i'm I'm a, I'm a moderator but they said you laugh but the stereotypical characters who don't break the fourth wall like that do cement certain connotations in people's heads subconsciously or not uh so i just i i want to I wanted to, to to pull that one out there because you know it, it 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 is it is true like yeah like even though it's 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 an individual character represent the the joke is it doesn't matter which uh, nationality which country this person's from still including him as a sight gag a visual gag still imbues some kind of uh, uh, stereotype uh, towards a character so yeah I guess, I guess the action of calling it out you know reinforces that yeah so, yeah, yeah exactly exactly right um so so travis i i have one or two more thoughts on this episode do you have any more thoughts before we 
head on. I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts, but we only have so much tape on this <laughs> on this podcast. That, so that's true. Um, I will I will hold off. Uh, obviously, we can we can discuss it at length, uh, you know, on Twitter and things like that. But uh, let's get into some final little bits. Oh, I had, I had, I had, I had an extra thought. I had some, I had, I had final thoughts on, on. The, okay. The episode, I thought, so. I thought you were, I thought you were queuing up these little bits. No, and I, you were going to whisper little bits and we we're going to do the thing. Oh, okay. No, I just, okay. I, share I, I share was, your last thought. I was, it's like in volleyball. I was like, I was volleying it back to you, but I was like, you set no, it up. No, and bring I it back. totally flubbed bring it. it. Bring fun. it back. Oh, no, we got, I got to, I got to reserve. Take F. a note, fix this in post. <laughs> the, the, uh, oh, I will say about the Rick and the summer stuff. Everybody, everybody focused on, oh, they're just, they're just fucking each other. They're just fucking things. And it's the end of the world. Uh, Another major thing, we talked about love uh, extensively. We talked about relationships a little bit, but what we didn't talk about much and and we won't get too deep into is, is uh, earth conservation. uh, And uh, you know, this is, this episode comes out coincidentally when there's a gigantic fire in the middle of the ocean uh just just coming up right and uh it's huge huge heat waves on the west coast all all sorts of things happening right now it's scary uh and and i think what a lot of people missed about those three planets at the end of at the end of their life cycle they're there's going to be apocalypses there. Those, those planets are going to go away and everybody on each one of those planets, instead of trying to do anything about it, they just said, screw it. Let's just get, let's get tore up, tear everybody else up and let's just have fun. It doesn't matter if the planet's going to, going to die. Let's just have fun. We, we, we're not, we're not, we can't do anything about it anyways. And I think that is the, that that's the point that a lot of us missed the first time, first couple times that we watched that episode is, you know what? We, 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 we can still do something about it. Let's, let's work towards that, that future. Um, and in summer in the, the third planet shows that you, you get somebody who's, who's petty enough. They will save all of us. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You just gotta, you just gotta pull a Rick enough move to just go and destroy that planet. And then all of a sudden everybody has to go to work the next day. So, so yeah, I, I think, I think that is a great point. And I, I want to commend Rob Traub who packed so much into this episode. And I know, I know the writing is a team effort, but the fact that this is the first episode with his name on it, um, it's just, I don't know. I think, I think we did a phenomenal job in, you know, working this concept and really developing it into something that isn't what we traditionally seem to get from a Rick and Morty episode. But I, I think we'll stand out over time as, as a really exceptional episode. 100%. Also go check out uh, his, his segments on shutter for the creep show. Uh, yeah. Some, some good, some good stuff there. I, I, I gotta be honest. Like when, when I heard that Schraub had written this episode, I did not expect what we got at all. And maybe oh. it's because most of my experience hearing from Rob Schraub was his his contributions to Harmontown and things like that and him being a little just a little bit more goofy off the cuff like his his tweets and things his interaction on social media um yeah but i mean he he really 
he really put together a phenomenal episode and uh yeah, yeah credit mm, credit scud, credit to the shrub scud the disposable assassin much mm. <laughs> um all right you want to hit it let's move you want to hit any of these little bits these uh, little bits little bits yes uh obviously we, we we just talked about rob shrub his his bestie uh allison brie we, we talked about her being a community alum on, on this uh That's right Let's see. Steve Buscemi was the was was Eddie, the one who got fired. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, there was a vote no on Prop Six uh, shirt. Yeah, uh, no, yeah, yeah. That is. Uh, there is a link here, uh, and it's 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 basically like it's repealing a tax for diesel fuels let's see the initiative would repeal all the transportation taxes adopted by the legislature in 2017 including higher gasoline and diesel excise taxes a new tax on vehicles and a new tax on zero emission vehicles the measure would also require any future legislatively imposed taxes on fuels and vehicles to take effect only upon a statewide vote of the people um so that is that is prop six so vote no there you go. prop six. There, there's there's the reference on on that one. <laughs> I looked it up. Yeah. I looked it up last yeah. night. <laughs> um it's it's a there's a there's a great uh inside the episode um with Harmon Schraub, Mezzalione. Um if you have not gotten a chance to watch that, go check it out on Adult Swim's YouTube. Um so yeah, I think that's that's most of the little bits for this episode. Uh let's unless you have anything else, I think we can move into listeners suggestions and short outs. I th- I think I think it's time to move on. The first folk, the first folk that we have folk. Clovar, uh who was who was a, a a moderator for a long time, uh says, "Don't don't punch my lunch." Is season 5's downbeat. You remember Downbeat from season four? It's the family tabletop game. I fully anticipate Don't Punch My Lunch to make at least another three appearances in season five and one family game each season forever. Uh, I hope he's right. I or <laughs> they are right. I hope I hope that uh they continue to develop weird, bizarre board games for this this show. What what I what I what I found interesting, a little bit of difference with Downbeat was Downbeat was also a a term used in the industry as a as a transition right it was a downbeat yeah. in the narrative uh yeah. so like downbeat had had an extra little joke don't punch my lunch is like don't wake daddy or uh or, or like that one that one game with like a pig that you feed at hamburgers and then it's like belly explodes eventually yeah uh yeah i i think i have that game or had that game for my kids but i definitely don't have it anymore i was i was, um, look, I was looking over my board yeah. games to see if i pig, had it there pop the pop the pig or something i don't know i don't know <laughs> yeah anyway. yeah that's the one yeah. Um, anyway, over over to Twitch. Uh, thank you to kind of sorta for for following us on Twitch and a special, very recent shout out to Matt Hart thirty eight oh eight who just contributed a thousand bits. Uh, says thank you guys so much for doing these shows. Been listening in since season three, but had to go back and catch all the episodes in order. I never get to catch you live uh, as I am in the UK. So thank you all the way from across the pond for, for supporting the show and thank you for continuing uh, to listen and watch. And thank you for joining us live. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Yes. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you so much. I was, I was, I was playing catch with you from across the pond uh, on video. The audio subscribers won't get that reference. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. Uh, you, you, 
do you you mentioned uh, Jared Orr over on on YouTube? Did you? Did you no, I didn't. But brand new sub, uh, Jared Orr. Thank you for subscribing on YouTube. Thank you, Jared. Thank Orr. you, Jared. I I had a really good friend uh, named Pat Orr who uh, for one of the comic cons he dressed up as Macho Man Randy Savage, and he was just he was a he was a badass. And he and we had a booth there, and he was just like wandering around like trying to get people to come to our booth great guy he 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 held it down for the booth that was awesome that was that was phenomenal yeah. we now we have we have we have a couple of reviews the first review is from saturn satan and i and i don't remember if we covered this or not so you may get a second shout out Five double st- short out congrats <laughs> uh i short out i started super late and only heard a few episodes but it's so good Thank so good. you. Five stars. Five Thank stars. you. Uh, Travis, you didn't see this review, and that's because this review comes to us directly via email because what we don't see is the uh, the uh, the universe, the global reviews for in, in other countries. This one is from L41LUX, L41LUX. Uh, it's a, a five stars from Canada. Funny guys, knowledgeable analysis, analysis and breakdown of Rick and Morty. Thank you so much that one, you gave us a review, two, that you think we're knowledgeable, and three, that we do anything efficiently in breaking down Rick and Morty. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you to everybody that reviews, reacts, uh, comments, subscribes anywhere across the internet. We are appreciative. Uh, I think that's a word. We we appreciate everything that you guys do. Uh, all of you uh, fine members of Unity, we we really appreciate all of your support. You are the reason that we do the show. So so thank you so much for for letting us know that that you enjoy it. If you want to leave a comment, you know, let us know wherever it is that you consume this content. Uh, we appreciate it so much. And now we are going to to end this episode and head over into our Twitch only post show. So if you want to, this is this is this is the thing that we do where we like entice people to actually show up to the uh, Twitch live stream. Are you and enticed? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna talk to them and and you're not gonna hear it because 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 it's it's just for people on twitch oh so if you God. if you want to if you want to be part of that conversation head over to twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm on monday nights we will see you there next week for another episode of interdimensional rss special guests are are lining up around the corner uh to be on this podcast so so a lot lot more in store Uh, And until then, I am Travis. And I am Brandon. And thank you, one and all, for listening. Unity, we'll see you next week. Bye. I think Rick Dependent Spray is the episode. Doesn't matter.
Cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Hey, good morning. You're heading the airport, right? Yeah, thanks for checking. I like the car. How long have you been a rideshare driver? About three years now. I really enjoy it. Isn't it hard to make money these days with the price of gas being so high? Not for me. I use Upside, the free app that gives you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get real money back when you get gas with the Upside app? Yep, I get real cash back every time I get gas. Does that actually add up to anything? I'll make around $200 to $300. Wow, that's serious extra cash. I'm downloading the Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code CAR for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code CAR for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code CAR.